0: Coming at you live from the Nova household. This dude's getting married in eight days. What's up, eight this days. is eight days. Wow, this
1: is a, I'm gonna put this up right away so it'll be accurate, but this is a spontaneous episode of the Dream Mason podcast. We are, we have no mics, so we're gonna talk as loud as we can. We just, this is a almost finished podcast situation studio. And uh, yeah, let's jump in and let's talk because this is one of the most badass men I know. Um, he is well; they call him the goat. They call him the goat, which right means greatest of all time. He dominates his industry, which is the solar industry, in sales, in recruiting, in training. Um, how many people have you trained? I don't know. Hundreds, you don't even know. Hundreds, yeah, um, thousands, maybe. But he is a father, how many Four, five, four, four daughters. daughters, four daughters, four beautiful girls. Married. I mean you're you're still wrestling you're in your 40s. Yeah, yeah. Picked up some wrestling <laughs> again. Yeah. Ashton Buswell is a he's he he's living the dream. And I don't I don't mean that in like the the cheesy way we say it, but happy marriage, incredible dad. I know how much he cares about his kids and spends time with them. He's committed to what he does. He's committed to making a difference for people. He just uh, wrote the foreword for my next book, which blew my mind. Dude, thanks for being here. Yeah, glad to be here. <laughs> Thank- fun, to be, fun to be at the house, fun, the studio, the beginnings of it. I love it. Thanks for, uh, you're the first person to, to do this. Like, like I said, it's not we're not even finished in setting it up. Um, and you and I have worked
0: together for like, I don't know, four years ish. Yeah. I, I, I've lost track. I asked my wife the other day. I'm not exactly sure. Three years, four years. So really, let's quickly, like,
1: just if, if I ask you really quick, like, you're someone who I relate to as you don't need, you don't need a coach. You choose to work with me. You choose to have the accountability, to spend the money, to, to have somebody like
0: checking your blind spots, to have me calling you out. Yeah. Why? What's the point? I, I uh, so when we first started coaching... I said to Alex, he, he explained to me what a coach was. Said, I'm not your therapist. I, I, you know, I'm going to be your coach. And the way he explained it, I responded back and said, well, I like sandpaper. How do, do you remember this? <laughs> I said, I like sandpaper. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, well, you're going to rub off the rough edges to make me smoother and better. I'm not perfect. And my wife also, I choose to, I choose to have a coach. I wrestled in high school and college. I, I played high school football on five, seven, three quarters. If I was maybe a little bit taller, I would have played football. I was the MVP of the state of Utah that either just says Utah's good or, or, bad, <laughs> bad, or maybe I was pretty decent at it. I just wasn't tall enough, you know? Um, but she said to me, you've had a coach for your whole life and you've done well with that. Like you, you've had somebody that, have, that even though I was, I went nationals as a freshman with a broken hand in wrestling. In, in, uh, in college and in junior college, but I had a coach right yeah. and a coach was always I was better than my coach in wrestling Sure, but I learned from my coach and and I just I, I love the idea of Having things, you know, of the sandpaper, right? Yeah. We talk about stuff. I so sometimes good. I don't come with things that I'm like really that prepared And then we'll talk about something and you'll point something out like that will be a little tiny thing Yeah to me yeah. And you're like, well, let's go there, and we dig deep, deep, deep. And by the end, I'm like, freak! I didn't realize I was, you know, doing that thing that maybe wasn't serving me very well. I love the the sandpaper
1: thing because if you think like wood and sandpaper, well, you can use sandpaper on all different types of materials, right? Right. But neither one is better than the other. Neither one is stronger than the other. But one is able to have an impact on the other that that makes. Right, we use it to make it more malleable, more effective, more potent, or, or or strong, or whatever we want to, or feel better. Right, and I love. And it can't do itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wood can't smooth itself out. Yeah, and yeah. you. I, I don't know that anyone else. Maybe other people say this. I don't know that I've ever heard that before. That's like a that's a Buzzwell original. <laughs> um, let's talk about because Dream Lives because you just read me this whole piece that people will get to read eventually, which was beautiful. He got emotional reading it. Um, and I was pretty speechless. It's, it's fantastic. What do you think, like, makes a dream life?
0: I mean, in the Ford I, I wrote, and I believe that a dream life is your heart's desires becoming reality. And, and uh, everybody's heart's desires are different. So it's not like your dream life and my dream life are exactly the same. Yeah. And, and I also think that a dream life, there's some struggle and challenge in a dream life our dream life is just cushy and lemonades and and whatever at the beach. Yeah. That's really actually pretty boring after a few days, you know? And but there's some challenge and some struggle. So uh anyway, I think a dream life is your heart's desires becoming reality. And there's there's love in there and there's respect in there and there's honor in there. There's relationships in there. I'm a big time relationships guy. And uh so I think it's having all that and having good being good to the world and having the world be good back is a good dream life. What would be your top, like your top
1: advice to people for how you've created a dream life? What have you done
0: personally? Yeah. The, the thing that has been probably most impactful, the word impactful has been important in my life recently. Um, but in to create a dream life, I've been very intentional about my life. That's how I've been able to create it. You yeah. know, you can't, you can't just hope that it happens. Yeah, And that's <laughs> part of what a dream mason, right? Your dream Mason yeah. is that you're yeah. making your life, your yeah. dream come true. And I'm intentional about my relationships with my kids and my wife. I'm intentional about my health. I'm intentional about, right? All, all the parts of my life. Now do I don't, do I have it all dialed in exactly perfect and it just is flawless all the time. No, right but i'm intentional about it and live my way and live my life in a certain way that the intention comes through and and hopefully a good way i was just i just posted online before you were here i saw this video of oprah
1: and oprah was talking about oprah was getting interviewed and they asked oprah you know you've interviewed the most successful people ever what do they all have in common and she said the most successful people know where they're going She said most people don't know where they're going. They might hope to go somewhere. They might have these like fantasies But they're actually not crystal clear on what they want or where they're going interesting and That's what I heard in your in the intention is intention is like a knowing of why you're showing up or why you're doing something Yeah, right. It's
0: not an accident. Yeah, and I think it's in all areas of your life when you dig down to happiness and Living a dream life. There's a lot of categories Right. And there's a lot of a lot of I mean, people will say you can break your life down into four or five areas, which are bigger areas. But within each of those areas, if you're not intentional about certain things, yeah. then it's not as progressive or as Im- impactful that, that it could be if you really drill down and knew where for this thing, I want to go this place. I'm going to declare it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. I also love that's why I mean,
1: you're I love working with you because a lot of people, they're just like, wait, I just want this result. And a lot of the stuff we get to do, and I know that you take on and you bring to your family, you bring to the people you train, it's not just about the result, it's how you're showing up and how you're being as a man, as a father, as a a leader, as a husband. And so when I think about like your intention, it's not just like, hey, I intend to make this much money. It's actually like the way I intend to make money and have an impact and make like people's lives better. I was just recently talking to somebody about this, and they have all these goals that they're really clear on, but they don't know the kind of man they want to be. So when- get them there,
0: the ship to get there, right? Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and the compass of how you navigate those waters. There's a million ways to get to the same place. So when it comes to making money, they, you could do a lot of things out of integrity, a lot of shady things, a lot of things you're not proud of. You could also make money in ways that are so rigid and narrow that they're no fun. And then there's the everything in between those two things and that i think that having an intention or knowing the kind of man father partner spiritual person like you want to be is that's where the route comes from that's to me where the magic of the intention it's not in the i want this much money by this date which is what most people teach that's great but what about when the first storm comes or the first conflict like how are you going to be how are
0: you going to show up yeah yeah no i love that and and i as i'm as you're saying that i'm thinking in my mind Alex said I'm the GOAT of solar. Some people call me the I goat don't say solar. he's the GOAT. He gets called <laughs> the GOAT of solar by people in solar. <laughs> there are people that are better than me. So I'm it's, Phil Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that are better than me in sure. my profession, people that sell better than me. Uh, but my goal, my intention yeah. is to be a really, really good guy yeah. and a really honest, full of integrity, authentic person. Doing this challenge, I, I posted out on all the social media outlets that I was gonna do a, a, a crazy amount of sales in five and a half days, and I'm two days into it, and <laughs> right before this started, <laughs> I got my first sell, so that, just barely yeah, as we're sitting yeah. here, right? And I, but I am authentic, and I'm showing people who I am in the process, yeah. whether I get it or not, yeah, right? And and when people say, oh, you're the go, I'll say to them sometimes hey, look, I'm going to work my butt off for you to always think I'm the person that's, that would be worthy of being called the GOAT. Okay. Now, do I think I'm the GOAT? I think there's better people than me, and, and I'm fine with that. Um, but I'm always going to work to be the kind of person yeah. that somebody would say, I want to follow that guy, right? You can have some sleazy sales guys slinging whatever it is they're slinging, and it may not be exactly honest. Or you can have some guys that are really, really smooth, that are incredible salespeople. And, and that's awesome too, but I want to be I want that. I want to be looked at as somebody that's a man that's trying to become better every day and a man that is, is wears his heart on his sleeve and, and loves yeah. and cares for people. And right. So like you said, instead of just the end goal of this amount of sales and this amount of money, what I'm really trying to do is be this person. Yeah. And then this person will eventually become whatever it is that, that uh, I'm trying to get to.
1: It it reminds me of, I had a conversation with a guy the other day who wanted to hire me for something, but the way he wanted to hire me, I was like, like, I can take, I can take the money, but I was like, I don't think you're going to get the result you want. Hmm. It doesn't, it's not, imagine if I was like a personal trainer and you came to me and you're like, let's say you were 50 pounds overweight and you're like, dude, this is the body I want. And you show me a picture of Mark Wahlberg, right? And you're like, this is the body you want, you're 50 pounds overweight. And you're like, but I only want to work out for one week. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want for one week, right? It's like, okay, that you, body. that's great. You'll do whatever I want. You'll eat what I want. You'll work out what I want. But for one week, like it's impossible, right? I think like you, you have to say, a lot of people will just take the money and be like, fine. Right. Like I would say to somebody, listen, it's not going to happen, right? That, I, we are not going to give you that body one week. Now, if you want to work together for one week, I will kick your butt. We will see, we want breakthroughs. We will see results, but we will not see that. Yeah. Maybe you want to continue afterwards, but I think there's something to, to me, like being able to look yourself in the mirror is like, hey, at the end of that week, when that person doesn't look like that, I want to be able to go, hey, I told you you weren't right. Like not about being right, but around being honest and authentic and 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 it's not just about the result. It's about the journey and the experience inside of whatever you're doing. Yeah. Well, and and how you uh, did you take that job?
0: So the guy, guy. The, the guy didn't want to work with me. Yeah, he took yeah. the job. And I, and but you told him straight up, this is what's going on. I think that honestly is more about you than yeah. about him, right? Neither one's you're, bad. you're telling him, hey, man, this is... I'm not going to get you that body in a week, yeah. right? Or yeah. whatever it is he's trying to get. But, I, but I'll work with you. Yeah, I'll do my best that I can, but we're not going to get there. If you still want to work with me, we'll get you on our yeah. way. And that just says about you, like, and maybe it'll you're being us. in that process, right? Maybe it'll slingshot the person, right? Like, maybe that...
1: One week of, let's call boot camp or that intense like thing will, is the thing that the person needs to break through. But, you know, think about all the ways we all, we live in a world where it's like, if you do this, you're going to look like this. And if you get this, you're going to be this. And it's like, no, you're not, you know, you might feel good for a minute doing yeah. a lot of things, but I think that's, I relate to you, you get called the GOAT. I would say not because you have the most sales or whatever the things the metrics are in your industry, but because people look up to you as like I want to be like that guy. I don't think that people say that if you're a, if you're like douchey, people might be like, "Man, I wish I made money like that guy." But they're not like I want to be that guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, that's what I. That's that's also my hope, right? I, I, I don't know that that maybe, maybe that is. I I appreciate you saying that. Maybe that is the way that they feel about that right but my hope my also my hope is that that it's it's less about you know i know a handful of people have more in solar installs than me on a personal basis right so they got more than me and that's awesome but i'm just trying to be different right trying to be be a little bit about who who i am in the process so so here's the last thing that i want to i think this this is a important so
1: almost everyone is ruled by fear to some degree Right. we fear of rejection, failure, disappointing people, not being worthy, scarcity, all the things that can happen. Right, right. And in your industry, you do something that it would be terrifying for a lot of people. Not everyone. A lot of people can go knock on doors. Um, but I know as a coach, people don't when I when I learn about first time coaches or coaches that are struggling. I'm like, man, have you just picked up the phone and just called everyone in your phone book? I've done that. It's, I, it sucks. I wasn't happy to do it. Scary, I don't but... want to do it again. It was scary. I made up all the excuses. I had lists of names. I would skip over people. I'd come back. But I have to, I've done that when I started out, really, right? Yeah. And I know that you have gone and knocked on doors, just door knocking. And in your industry, that's a huge thing. And there's a lot of industries that that could be. But what I notice is people often avoid the really simple thing that could get them a result that they don't have to do forever. You don't have to be the door knocker forever. Right. You could not, you could not teach people how to door knock and then now you don't have to door knock, right? Right, right? Um, but that foundational important thing that's often really scary might feel a little embarrassing and and mm-hmm. kind of basic and like rudimentary. Yeah. People avoid that. How do you, how do you get yourself, not only had you get yourself to do it in the past, but you still do it. Like, you're not too good for that anymore. (laughs) So how do you, what do you do with that, like that ego, right? All that stuff that comes up.
0: Man, it's, it's, uh, when I first started doing door-to-door sales, I was in my 20s. Is that right? Holy cow. Yeah. (laughs) Just turned 41. Uh, and somebody said to me, they're like, you know what? I, I think it's awesome that you're doing this, but I'm also worried you're going to get good at it. I was like, why are you worried that I'm going to get good at it? That's like a good thing to get good at whatever it is you're trying to do for your profession, right? And he said, well, because if you're, you don't want to pick up a binder when you're like 40 and be knocking on doors and I'm 41 and, and sometimes when I, you know, I don't knock a whole lot of doors because I've got to a stage where I don't necessarily need to do that and still get business and still train and all that stuff, but but I'll go train and I'll go knock on doors. And sometimes in the back of my head, it's like, but you don't want to be 40 and be knocking on doors, right? Or 50 and knocking on doors. And the truth of the matter is, is it's a very simple thing. I think a lot of the fears that we have are mostly made up, right? Some can be real, mostly made up. Yeah. like Like there's a serial killer behind one of those doors. Could be right yeah but that could be real <laughs> right but most of the time it's not i get hit by a car walking in the street i might get those made, are those are real things that yeah, could happen yeah but. i might get made fun of that i'm 40 years old knocking yeah. on doors yeah and but i don't really care <laughs> like where i've got to with with that particular thing is is i've gotten really really good at it i'm one of the best in the world at it yeah and it doesn't matter if i'm old or not that things that'll get in my head and, th- and other things mm-hmm. will get in your head right the hardest door for door-knocking professionals is their car door right opening the car door to start the day Mm -hmm. because you're like oh man there might be a monster behind that door somebody might want to eat me (laughs) you know like what if somebody does pull a gun on me what if and then you start getting all these monsters in your head once you open that door and go knock on somebody's door most people are nice yeah and most people are gonna smile at you when you smile at them and it usually works out uh sometimes people are not gonna be nice and I just I for my profession, when somebody's not nice to me, I give them the benefit of the doubt in my head and I'll sometimes say it out loud, but most of the time I'll just say they're just probably having a bad day. It's actually a really good person, they're just having a bad day I come at kind of the wrong time. That's yeah. it, I move on. What and, do you how do you
1: get the new people? Because I think this can apply to anyone in any industry, if they're afraid to do something that's like the kind of foundational type step. Yeah. How do you get those those people that you're in front of that you're training and they're like afraid? They're to not they're they're probably the same people that are afraid to walk up to somebody and you know and, and ask a person on a date, right? They're right. they're afraid of a lot of this this embarrassment, this rejection. How do you how, what do you tell that person?
0: Uh, reps. Just reps, do, reps, just reps, 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 yeah. reps. If you want to get good at hitting a baseball, you have to stand in the batter's box and take lots of swings. Yeah, you can't overthink. Oh man, but if I do this and if I hold it exactly like that, dude, just get in the batter's box and start swinging. Right. And and so it's. Like, well, but that doesn't help me with my fear, but it actually will if you're just taking, and if you think of it like that too, like, I don't have to be perfect on this door. I just have to get a rep. I don't have to be perfect asking that girl out. I just have to get a rep, right? I, I, when I, you know, when I started. The goal is just to do it, not to actually succeed. Yeah. Well, I remember when I was first starting to date and thinking about marriage, I, 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 (laughs) took some girls on dates and I was honestly thinking and it wasn't to use the girl in any way, but it was like, I need reps. I need reps at being a good boyfriend because I can't be a good husband if I'm not a good boyfriend first. Yeah. Right. So I need to get some reps. So let me start to take some girls on some dates and let me, you know what I mean? So reps. Okay. So wait, I have
1: one last thing too, because I, since we've known each other, a lot of my work has shifted into masculinity work and supporting men, men's retreats and whatnot. And I, I actually think it bleeds into all the work I've always been mm. doing, right? We're always talking about the kind of man you wanna be, the kind of, right, you, you happen to be a man, so that's the conversation. And I think that if a man is not fully empowered in his masculinity and his femininity, he's disempowered. It's like, mm. they need. it's not that the masculine's up here, the feminine needs to come up here. It doesn't need to do this. It's like th- it needs to this needs to come up. Or sometimes it's the opposite. Guys could be really feminine and we need to bring the masculine up. Yeah. But we never have to lower one. It's always about the rising. And I think this is a great, I want to ask you because you're a father of four. You live in a house where you're the only masculine. <laughs> the only default masculine right. as the man, some of your daughters may like may run masculine, your wife might. I don't have no idea. But right, you it's it's five women and one man. And you're a wrestler, so you're a competitive guy, you're an action-oriented guy, you're a results guy. You I know you to be a guy who runs heavy in your masculine. But I also know you to be a guy who like can go and be with your girls. How do you there's a lot of people that like don't understand that, how they can like suddenly get soft and nurturing. Mm-hmm. How do
0: you kind of like navigate those two waters? That's a great question, man. That's deep. That is deep. And I, I think my short answer would be just off the cuff would be that I am thinking about what that person needs in that moment, not necessarily what I need in that moment. When I'm with my daughter and she's had a hard day, it's it's lovey-dovey, yeah. right? It's It's, hey, you're all right. You're going to be fine. Things are good. Life's good if if they're out on the soccer field or or field hockey let's be tough you fall <laughs> down you get hurt puzzles are, are tough we get up we keep going <laughs> right and but i think it's i think it's in the in the time of need and my this this it was probably like, happened like three months ago four months ago <laughs> my daughters came home with something and i go oh my and I heard something like I did a high pitched voice and I was like all into it. And she was like, you're like the perfect girl, dad. Right. Cause I'm, I'm like all into yeah. whatever girly thing it was. Yeah. And it was because that's what that, that little girl needed at that time. Right. So I don't know. I think that answers your question. I'll tell you what
1: I got from that is it's the same thing as what has you be successful in door knocking. You're not concerned with how you look. You're not concerned with what someone else might say. Because, so someone else might go, like, say something about how you behaved in that moment. But what you actually, what what mattered was, like, you actually connected more with your daughters. Mm. And so in the course of your life, in the course of their life, does it matter what some random person says about you or your masculinity or whatever, or that you're close with your daughters?
0: Yeah.
1: Or would you rather be less close with your daughters and have other men be like, oh, yeah, that's a man. (laughs) Right? Like, (laughs) I often say What's most important. Because? Well, I also often say the craziest thing about about like overdone masculinity, like where it's just overcompensating, is that it's overcompensating for other men. Mm. Right? It's like the most backwards, it's like I'm going to try to be like this overcompensating masculine so you as another man like like hold me to this higher standard. Why am I performing for another man?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. It's
1: it's like a it, it kind of is like all the it, if if I was actually a leader, powerful, secure, I wouldn't care about what anyone else thought. Right? It's all this it's it's like we've been tricked. And it keeps it actually has people think they're being like leaders and alphas or dominant when they're actually not because they're Always paying attention to what someone else thinks. Yeah, so no one
0: actually steps fully into their power Yeah, they're not who their authentic self is because they're looking behind yeah, are, they, are, the they, are The side like yeah, are they seeing yeah. me are they making sure that I'm you know seeing what I'm doing. Yeah, here? that's interesting You want to say anything before we wrap this? Yeah, you so so I'll up. Uh, I'll just say that I'm honored to be on your podcast. This is an awesome podcast. Alex is an amazing guy. I, uh, we've worked together for years and every year he's like, do you want to keep going? And I say, let's keep going because I, I value what you do. I value who you are. I value who you're becoming. And I'm grateful that I've been able to become something better through Mm -hmm. your help and through other people's help. But I, I really value our relationship and Grateful for you, man. Excited for him to get, get married. In eight days. <laughs> I, I can say the exact, you know, what's what's really cool
1: is you and I, like, I think that we have so many, there's so many things that we like are in common that we see the world. And then there's other things that we see very differently. Yeah. But we, what I actually always feel is I learn from you and you learn from me. And it's not like my way is right or your way is right from on, on any person, on relationships, religion, anything, but that we're like, It's as as I go further you go further and vice versa and To me, man, if we could have more of that in this world, right? There's no like hey You should do it more like I do it and and you're not trying to do the same thing with me, right? But it's it's kind of like if we both are elevating each other It doesn't matter and we're all getting better and it's it's doing the thing we want anyway, which is happier people freer people more conscious people yeah better relationships. I agree not putting other people down to have you be better. Let's just all be better. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, thanks for trusting me, man. Thanks for doing the first episode of this podcast in the space. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for watching. Uh, if you need
0: solar, where do they go? I'm your guy. You can find me on Instagram, <laughs> AshtonBuswell, A-S-H-T-O-N-B-U-S-W-E-L-L. Uh, that's probably the easiest spot.
1: And if you are in solar and you need help, He's probably, you probably want to reach out to him too. He can make you a superstar. Um, I'll put all that in the show notes. Thank you. Uh, Check out another episode. If something in this resonated for you or can make a difference for someone you know, please share it. I'm Alex Terranova. This is the Dream Mason Podcast. And we'll see you next time. See ya.